Some of you are going to find this a bit incredulous, but here's something that federal, state, and local governments all tell us to do that we should actually listen to. Eat more fruits and vegetables. You've heard about the health benefits of increasing plant-based nutrients into your diet, but how can you easily consume all the fruits and veggies needed? Well, it's easy. By adding Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity into your meals. Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity is a power blend that has 31 fruits and vegetables in every scoop. Organic vegetables, super greens, super fruits, and super sprouts. It is fortified with essential vitamins plus an immunity boost. And right now, you can get a free two-week supply of Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity by just paying $8.95 for the shipping and handling. And not only that, you'll also get a free frother to quickly whip up your healthy and nutritious grown American drink. Go to grownamericansuperfood.com forward slash John and order today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't know if Joe Biden got a convention bump, but Don Jr. got his before he went on stage. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Sanity Cast, the helpful little sexy liberal podcast network podcast about how to stay sane when the Christians have turned it all over to Cogligula, the podcast that believes that depression is a disease but negativity is a habit and we're all in this together. So please, please remember despondency is privilege and Hannity is the opposite of sanity. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm sorry I haven't uh, been here in a while. It's been very, very busy uh, working on the sexy liberal videos. Um, we just aired our number th- three uh, one. I did a short film called The Never-Ending Shittiness of Everything, which uh, featured one of my career goals, which was to do a Bob Dylan parody inside a Hamilton parody over Beethoven. So uh, I hope you get to see it. I didn't get hit by a van shooting this film, and it was a lot of fun. Um, You can go to sexyliberal.com. Lily Tomlin is savage in this one, and even Martin Sheen makes a cameo. So I think you will like. Um, Lots of catching up to do today. Lots of kink, lots of gossip, lots of white nationalism, lots of pretending we're not scared. Uh, Here's how Donald Trump began his convention. Are you ready? His sister says he can't stop lying. Uh, there's tape of his wife bad-mouthing him and his kids that we are going to hear before the election. We can already hear the tape of his sister. Uh, his co-third campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway, resigns amidst her very public family struggles. His other co-third campaign manager, Steve Bannon, was arrested on a Chinese billionaire's yacht for defrauding gullible magas with the wall because it's all a racket. This is all 72 hours Before the convention begins, you still with me? Uh, His key evangelical supporter, Jerry Falwell Jr., has to resign from Liberty University in disgrace, and I will go uh, deep on that. Uh, The New York Attorney General filed legal action against the Trump organization. Uh, His son, Shemp, 
also known as Eric, went before the Manhattan DA and had to essentially take the fifth and wouldn't answer questions regarding the family business finances. Michael Cohen was doing TV ads against him and 20 Republican members of Congress came out to endorse Joe Biden. This was all within 72 hours of the convention beginning and they're not nervous because they have so many different ways to cheat. So let's get to it. I hope you guys are doing well and keeping sane in the end of summer 2020, the worst summer anyone's ever experienced, and it's going by so fast. Um, I have been kept sane by uh, being creative and writing by um, Bob Dylan's new album and by Judy Gold's new book about political comedy. I recommend it very highly. It's called Yes, I Can Say That. I hope you're doing okay if you have kids with back-to-school horror. I'm going to be covering a lot of this in the uh, special we're releasing this fall, so I will be promoting that a lot as we get closer. Let's talk about the conventions quickly. The Democrats. Um, I, I went into it very cynically, saying it was going to be like a telethon. I don't want to say that it was the best convention broadcast I've ever seen, because after I really thought about it, I think it's the only good convention broadcast I've ever seen. Best national anthem performance on night one I have ever seen. The four white kids, teenagers doing the Pledge of Allegiance opening night, I turned to Charmy. I said, oh, that's really smart, really smart. I didn't even know they were Biden's grandkids at the time. Uh, they showed Black Lives Matter protesters passing by Trump properties on the first night. They showed Breonna Taylor the first night of the convention. Bruce Springsteen showed up in a brief, beautiful cameo for the best montage of The Rising out of all the thousands of montages of the song The Rising. Give this thing all the Emmys. Fuck the presidential election. Just give an Emmy to the convention itself. Uh, beautiful speech by Biden. It was the four-year anniversary of my mother's death, and he came out and talked about how the people you've lost are never going away, and I thought, I have heard Joe Biden give his origin story 500 times, and yet he got me. Michelle Obama's speech, Bernie Sanders' speech, Barack Obama's speech, so many good ones the entire week. I so respect Joe Biden for the focus it takes to work through a stutter. Um, I, I love the footage of him with the young man talking about the stutter. Of course, Donald Trump would be there to get every other kid in the cafeteria to make fun of the kid with a stutter. Uh, for the Republican convention, I, you know, it's effective if you're running for the Republican nomination in 2016. Um, it's effective if you're trying to make people who already love you and don't care that you're racist, not worry that you're racist. That's pretty much what it is. It's going for the people who are already on Trump's side saying he's not really misogynist, he's not really racist, he's not really incompetent during a plague. But of course, Trump is all of those things. Every time someone tells me Trump's not a racist, they also try to prove it by showing a picture of him with a black person who's always also a celebrity. Hello, Herschel Walker. Celebrity is Trump's ethnic group. Donald Trump has a 45-year documented history of racism. Just ask anyone where was Barack Obama born. But watching this, you would think that he stopped John Lewis from destroying the civil rights movement. I mean, it was the best, best convention the Confederacy has ever had. And that's what this was. This was the Confederacy. Nikki Haley coming out and saying America's not racist. Oh, and don't trust Black Lives Matter. Oh, and by the way, America was really racist against me. I mean, just devaluing the Black Lives Matter experience so much. 
by turning every protest, the largest protest for civil rights in our country's history, where 99.99999% of protesters were nonviolent, and turning it into this fictional hellscape they're using to tell dumb people, if you elect Joe Biden, it's going to be as bad under him as it is now. So just leave it. Just leave it here as it is. Uh, I mean, I, I have to say my favorite part of the convention was when the woman the president's son abandoned the mother of his children for came out and screamed in an empty room. Right. Evangelicals. That's it. They keep saying seven Trumps. Uh, they don't leave out Kim. Hey, listen, Kim's not just another Trump girlfriend. She's juniors, Marla Maples. He abandoned the mother of his kids and showed her off in front of the media before the divorce was even dry. So that's where we're at. Um, you know, I'm going to get to the Jerry Falwell thing uh, in, in shortly, but Again, it was fascinating watching it. Uh, he could win this. Please understand, he could win this. And this is a convention for people who are more outraged at protests against racism and police brutality than they are at racism and police brutality. And he could win this. Tiffany Trump shows up, the only Trump, adult Trump child to not be penalized for charity fraud. But who knows that except liberals who read the news? And by the way, Tiffany spoke right after Pam Bondi gave a speech against nepotism. And how many people know that Pam Bondi got bribed to make her investigation of Trump University go away? And by the way, can we stop comparing Melania Trump to Marie Antoinette, please? Uh, Melania's slogan is, let my husband eat cake. Okay, get it straight. Um, I, I found it all really fascinating, and I do want to know what you thought. What I find really amazing is that as the infections are accelerating and the death toll is climbing, and they're praising Donald Trump's leadership in this convention. Imagine other countries watching this and seeing these people praising the leader of the country with the worst infection rate and the worst death rate on the planet. Donald Trump has spent over $40 million to air TV ads on broadcast and cable TV networks, and not a single dollar went to ads dealing with the coronavirus. He's aired 63,000 ads on crime. He's made so many ads congratulating himself for the economy, which again, Barack Obama did the first 95% of what he's bragging. He's still talking about making America great again, defending Confederate statues. He's painting Joe Biden as, as senile and a leftist mastermind and appealing to racist voters blatantly, right? And, and in order of ad dollars spent by topic, it's anti-Biden, then pro-Trump, then the economy, then crime, then social issues, then China. Biden is overwhelmingly focusing his campaign ads on coronavirus. Biden has half the money, or they've spent half the money on TV, and most of it's gone to spots that discuss coronavirus. But people don't care. This is the problem. You're not going to be able to reach people who are proud of not having empathy with empathy. You want proof of it? This was the week the Republican-led Senate report concluded that Russia helped Trump in 2016 and that Manafort's a grave threat. Like, there was collusion. We know it now. The Senate, this is, Republicans led this report, and it confirms what we knew, that Russia used Manafort and WikiLeaks and other douchebags to influence and sway the 2016 election to help Donald Trump. This is the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Vladimir Putin personally directed Russian efforts to hack computer networks and accounts affiliated with the Democratic Party and leak information to hurt Trump's opponent. WikiLeaks sought and played a key role in the Russian campaign and very likely knew it was assisting a Russian intelligence effort. Manafort collaborated with Russians, including Deripaska and Konstantin Kalimnik, before, during, and after the election. 
And the Russian military intelligence and WikiLeaks released the hacked documents and Trump's campaign sought advance notice. They worked on their messaging strategies in advance and they encouraged, quote, further theft of information and leaks. The Trump campaign, I'm going to quote this, Republicans wrote this, the Trump campaign publicly undermined the attribution of the hack and leak campaign to Russia and was indifferent to whether it and WikiLeaks furthering a Russian election interference effort. So again, it's depressing, it's scary, but the Teamsters just endorsed Joe Biden. And that's the good news of the week. One and a half million trade unionists from the Brotherhood of Teamsters, the last of the five biggest unions to back Biden, and they did it with unanimous support. So the support's there, the enthusiasm's there. Will the votes be? Please get everyone you know to vote as early as possible. It starts in less than three weeks less than 65 days till election day, but you can start voting in less than three weeks. Please, please, please get everyone you know to make sure they are registered and they know how they're going to vote. And if you can do it in person, do it in person. And if you can do it in person and live in a swing state, you're my hero. When we come back, uh, a little bit of uh, something I call male, female, male, female, male. We all know that the Clean Phone Pro with its powerful UV lights kills bacteria and viruses that live on your cell phone, car and house keys, credit cards, earbuds, face masks, and more. But what happens when you're driving to the store, you reach for your face mask, and realize you wore it yesterday? <sighs> now you can sanitize that mask in under five minutes in your car because the Clean Phone Pro now ships with a powerful car plug adapter included in the package. So whether you're keeping safe at home or have to go out, you can have the benefits of the Clean Phone Pro with you and sanitize those constantly touched items anywhere, at home, in the car, or at the office. Get the Clean Phone Pro now with a car plug adapter. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at checkout, and you'll get free two-day shipping. Only you can defend yourself and your family from bacteria and virus. Get the new Clean Phone Pro package. Get KN95 masks and get free two-day shipping by adding the code SEXYLIBERAL. Go to the newdealshop.com. Okay, so this little segment's called uh, Male, Female, Male, Female, Male which uh, doesn't sound as dirty as it is, and yet is so much dirtier than it sounds. So first with the mail, M-A-I-L, Louis DeJoy, Donald Trump's handpicked postmaster specific, brought in to kneecap the postal service, because why shouldn't businesses be making a profit from all this mail? Uh, of course, as you guys already know, they were whipping out mailboxes, they were taken out, sorting machines, your mail's getting to you so late, it's like FEMA. And the DeJoy Senate hearing was amazing because it's been confirmed. Like the guy lied a lot and he distanced himself, he said, from all the changes that he oversaw. But he acknowledged that the changes he put in place, like limiting extra truck routes, led to delays in mail. Number one, to remember, the mail was delayed on purpose. Then he said uh, he wouldn't reverse the changes. Did you catch that? He said he, he, uh, he said he wouldn't be doing any more removals, but then he said he would also not reverse the removal of machines they've already taken out. But he assured them the election would be fine. OK, so again, he said they slowed the mail down on purpose and they're not going to fix the things they changed. Then he said he supported vote by mail. He said, I support all Americans having access to ballots they can send via U.S. Postal Service. But he's not supporting the service. He's the head of his action show. He says that but he doesn't want those letters getting through. Then 
even Republicans, even Republicans were getting horrified about it. Please remember that it was kind of bipartisan, the horror. Um, the Senate, you know, it was the, the Senate hearing on Friday was very, very cordial. Uh, on Monday, they beat him up and it was great to see Katie Porter destroyed him. Um, the main thing to remember is that Louis DeJoy is put in place for a reason. He doesn't know a damn thing about the Postal Service. He's there to kneecap it and do Trump's bidding. And they were already trying to do this for the last 10 years by forcing the Postal Service to fund their pensions well into the future, which is going to bankrupt them. No other popular government program has to have this done. And again, the post office is one of the most popular government services. Good guy, guys, you know this. I, I mean, try getting try getting anyone in your town to, to deliver a letter across the country for 50 cents. It's a really good deal. Also, no one in history has ever tried to piss off all the postal workers at once. And Donald Trump doesn't seem to realize the one demographic of American you want to piss off the least, postal workers. Extra points to Katie Porter, because she got the joy to admit he doesn't know the cost of priority mail, and he doesn't know the cost of mailing a postcard. That's who's in charge of your postal service. Dude should have resigned last week. Uh, then, female. Uh, the first monument that honored real women went up in Central Park this weekend. Uh, went up on Wednesday, actually, to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment. Uh, it's really great. It's a statue that shows uh, Sojourner Truth with Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. They put it up on Women's Equality Day. And the best thing about it was it was the first new statue in Central Park in like over six decades. It was the first statue of an African-American. But here's the deal. Um, this was the first statue of real non-fictional women ever in Central Park. Yeah. There's 23 statues dedicated to real men who existed already in the park, but every other statue, like Alice in Wonderland or something. So they did it. Uh, congratulations. Monumental Women raised $1.5 million, and local Girl Scout troops donated the proceeds. This is very cool. It's a great thing to bring young boys to see. Um, also, Hillary Clinton, I give her a point this week. She said that Trump's going to cheat. I mean, she more or less said to Joe Biden... The advice that she needs to get a time machine and give to Al Gore if the race is close, don't concede. She said that he's going to try and take the election by going after absentee voting, which we already know. We're all talking about it. But Hillary said Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch and if we are as focused and relentless as the other side is. Thank you. I'm glad she realized that. Okay. Uh, finally, Jerry Falwell. Now, um, spoiler alert, I had the unique pleasure and honor of debating his father, Jerry Falwell Sr., when I was very young on The Bill Maher Show. And um, we've known for a while that something untoward was going on with Jerry Falwell in terms of his private life. The main takeaway from this is, is this. Um, I don't care that Jeffrey, that, that the Jerry Falwell and Jr. and his wife enjoyed menages a trois with the pool boy. I don't care that they entered into business relations with them. I don't care that he played the good Christian and then got his freak on behind closed doors. It doesn't bother me. Life's hard. Being an adult is hard. Relationships are hard. Him and his wife found what worked for them with the pool boy. If that's what works and they're happy, God bless. Seriously, Jesus doesn't really come out against premarital sex. He really doesn't. He's not a fan of adultery, but this was not adultery. And it really wasn't. And I wish the media would stop playing along because, 
again, I have no problem with Jerry Fowell Jr. being into kink. It might be the most likable thing about him. It might be the first likable thing about him. And the Bible's not really against this. Uh, you know, Nagin Farsad asked me if the Bible was against thruples. I had to point out this was not a thruple. This was another dynamic. A thruple is a relationship with three people or a triad, I guess. Uh, Jesus had no problem with that. It's great that they're kinky. Fantastic. A lot of Republicans are, actually. Here's why it's awful. You don't need me to tell you. Jerry Falwell Jr. has been a bigot against LGBT people for decades. Now, his father was a racist. Jerry Falwell Sr. was a segregationist. He opened whites-only schools. He defended South Africa during apartheid. Revoltingly fake Christian and homophobe as well. Remember when his dad went after Tinky Winky and the Teletubbies? So Falwell Jr. has had oppressive guidelines towards personal intimacy on the campus of Liberty University. Uh, students can't hug for more than 30 seconds. So it's all just steeped in hypocrisy. I have no problem with you being into kink the same way I have no problem. I don't know. Let's say if some senator, let's just say randomly Lindsey Graham were gay. No problem with it. But if you're a gay senator like hypothetical Lindsey Graham and you work against LGBT rights, then there's a problem. Then there's the hypocrisy. That's what we're looking at here. <clears throat> but it's something even worse than hypocrisy. And when this story finally broke, and we knew it was going on for a long time. The pool boy story has been out there for a year. Last year, we found out that Michael Cohen intervened to suppress embarrassing photographs for his wife. None of this was a surprise. What was a surprise was how Falwell would cravenly throw his wife under the bus. He came out and said that she had an affair. She was unfaithful to him. He made her a villain and made himself a victim. Also, it sucks because his pool boy, uh, he welched on a business deal. So Falwell threw them both under the bus. Falwell screwed them both over so he could play the poor innocent in all this. And that's why it's shitty. And that's why we have to remember that he was a horrible person long before this. He helped Donald Trump get with evangelicals. He was indeed the first evangelical to be uh, Trump curious. So, again, no problem with his kink. We shouldn't make fun of him for it. But we can make fun of him for it because he's a hypocrite. You see how that works? Isn't it nice being a liberal? Try to avoid being a hypocrite. You get to make fun of more people that way. Okay, before I go, I want to thank you again uh, for all the kind comments about the Sexy Liberal virtual show. Please go to sexyliberal.com and uh, get the download. Watch it. Lily Tomlin's great. It's really fun. I recommend it highly. Um, here's some good news, and I talked about this in my film. But for all my progressive friends who are still upset about the nomination, blah, 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 can you guys slow down and recognize that the party is getting more progressive, even if Joe Biden got the nomination. Joe Biden, with this platform, is the most progressive nominee in the party's history. Joe Biden 2020 is so much more liberal than Barack Obama 2008. But here's the biggest proof you guys need to calm down. Every member of the squad won her primary and is going to Congress. Ilhan Omar totally defeated her primary challenger, 18 points. They, they called it less than 90 minutes after the polls closed. All they threw at Ilhan Omar, and she was still that popular in her district. AOC, had a very well-funded challenger last June, got rid of her, Rashida Tlaib in Michigan, defeated hers. Ayanna Presley, her primary September 1st, she is running unopposed. The squad is growing. Cori Bush in Missouri, Jamal Bowman in New York, they both knocked out veteran Democrat incumbents this year by running as true progressives. So please understand, everything in life is compromise. It's not picking the lesser of two evils to vote for Biden-Harris. Not voting or voting third party in a swing state is choosing the greater of two evils. 
The Democratic Party is getting more progressive. Look at these four women. The four women Donald Trump said, go back to where you came from. They are where they came from. They're all Americans. And if an unpaid intern in any office building in America told four women of color to go back to where they came from and then mocked the guy with a disability and lied 20,000 times and grabbed women by the pussy, he'd be fired because America holds its unpaid interns to a higher standard than other jobs. Guys, thank you for so very much. Uh, thank you, as always, to Chris Lavoie, Jennifer Hagerty, and everyone else who put this together. Please subscribe and review. Please, please subscribe and review. That really helps. And uh, subscribe to all the great shows on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Follow me on the Twitter and Instagram. Say hi. I say hi back. And we'll be doing the next Sexy Liberal show next month. Until then, I'll see you online. I'll see you on SiriusXM. And hopefully, I'll see you at a performance venue very, very soon. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.